In Passing is a podcast by the Center for Faith Engagement at Andrews University. It's a place for conversations about life and faith, all in the time it takes to get a burrito from the gazebo. It's a podcast that highlights real conversations with real people all across Andrews University. This is In Passing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another podcast. It is your host, Angel Pereira. And today... Hi, Angel. It's not your turn yet. Oh. I'll tell you when to come in. Sorry. She is fool. Guerrami fool. Today we have someone who's very eager to be on the podcast, obviously. Very anxious to say his, his two pieces. Hi, Mom. <laughs> we have Joey Barajas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, we keep going. Okay. Hi. Standing O on your first time. Wow, thank you guys. Thanks for the live audience. Oh, that's actually your second time on the podcast because we had technical difficulties (laughs) recording his first episode. It was fire. (laughs) It was such a good podcast. It was, but, you know, I just kept tapping the soundboard and it it just messed it all up. (laughs) Literally. Because it was so hilarious. Joey, tell us a little bit about your. Stop it. Only I can touch the soundboard. <laughs> Joey, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Who are you? What do you do? When was the last time that you hugged your inner child? You know, huh? small stuff, bro. Oh, well, I like poopies. Puppies. Yeah. You yeah, like puppies. puppies. <laughs> oh, man, the face that we all made. <laughs> what kind of poop? I like. Your favorite color is what? My favorite color is. Light, light, hand. <laughs> yeah, my name is Joey. Real name Joel. I enjoy many things. I mainly enjoyed food, mm-hmm. working out, mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. making people laugh with me, at me. Mm-hmm. Just do it in front of me, not behind me. Mm. What do you do here at Andrews? Oh, what do I do here? I go to school sometimes. Yes, emphasis on Emph- sometimes. sometimes. Thank God for Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the MDiv. Well, what? I'm from uh, Washington State, beautiful Washington State. The I miss best. you. I miss you so much. It's listening right now. Yeah. yeah. I also am a personal trainer at the Wellness Center. Shout out Rachel Keel. Rachel Keel, thank you for the Woo! job. You're, Darren. You're, everyone else, you're cool. <laughs> and you're in the seminary. Yeah, I'm in the seminary, finishing up this December. Yes, yes. Okay, Joey, well, before we get into the podcast, today we actually got some big news at Andrews. Did we? And I think it would be remiss of me to not address it. We have a new president, John Wesley Taylor V. Just kidding. The fifth. Oh, that's what John Wesley Taylor, the fifth, you know, new president. How do we feel about that? What is the Genesis pastor? (laughs) 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 Yeah, I thought. uh, Oops, sorry. Wrong one. (laughs) I thought um, it was Wesley Snipes for a bit. I'm a little excited. Well, I think, honestly, you guys are putting me on the spot. But if I'm being honest, seeing the things and hearing the things that I'm hearing, I think we're going a little backwards, to be honest. Mm. And there's going to be a, quite a shakeup here at Andrews. Mm-hmm. But I'm leaving in December. I'm out of here in May. So good luck to all of you surviving students, remaining <laughs> students. Stop it, Joey. Only I can <laughs> That wasn't the- me. <laughs> So annoying. <laughs> Prove it. Isai, what do you, any notes, any um, comments? Yeah, you're going to be here for a minute. Oof. I will be here for a minute. And I will cry. 
Yeah, we'll see. I agree with Joey. I think that students should be aware of the mm. changes that are happening and mm -hmm. what that means for them. Mm -hmm. And hopefully also be able to voice their opinions and hopefully we don't go backwards. Hopefully there is progress. Yeah, I'm hoping for the, the best. Yeah, absolutely. What's that saying? It's like hope for the best, but expect the worst or like prepare for the worst or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around, around those lines. Either way, Jesus is coming back. So. Exactly, bro. I think it's kind of... <laughs> And I know this might sound a little dramatic, but it kind of feels like how when Trump was in office, Ooh. it's like you just got to have more faith. Stop it, Joey. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> he was about to hit the soundboard. I think we just got to have faith in who we are as individuals and in who we are as Christians, you know, and just be you, Andrews. Fight mm -hmm. for what matters. You guys are the voice. Revolution or anarchy. <laughs> and again, like. We understand he's human and stuff, and so right. we're hoping for the best. Yeah. We're rooting for you. Just don't let us down. Right. You we know. should get him on the podcast, you know? Ooh. Get him on the podcast and be like, listen, before you, before you start, what do you have to say? Who are you? You know? Put him on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, stop, stop it. it Joey. Joey, stop it. Maybe. All right. All right. Let's. Sorry for our listeners. I know we're a little unhinged, but uh, we're, we I have some icebreaker questions before we get into the nitty-gritty. Yes. We're getting to the nucleus. The nucleus. All right. right away, you know what? I'm just going to ask you. This isn't even one of those. What's one of your favorite movies of all time? You hear me quoting Nacho Libre. We've quoted it at least three times already. At least. For those of you who didn't understand the poopies and the light tan and <laughs> needy greedy, all of that, that's Nacho Libre. If best I had movie. some toast right now, oh. I think of that. At, ask me, or the ASMR. <laughs> That'd be the best. But yeah, I love Nacho Libre. I've seen it about like a hundred times. Literally. Watching another hundred times. Yep. I do a lot of the poses after I squat. Yeah. With his white, white pants. pants. Yep. Yep. But I love rom-coms. Makes me laugh. Makes me cry. It's pretty much my everyday thing. And so 50 Nan First Dates. Nancy Myers makes amazing rom-coms. Who's that? She did like Valentine's Day and New mm. Year's Eve and... Mm. A bunch of just you love them. I've watched them, okay, but those aren't my favorite. We need to have a boo button on this. <laughs> you just did 51st Dates is fire, Click is fire, About Time is probably one of my favorites. Mm. Um, about Time is more than a rom com, it's like all the stages of life. Click also yeah, got click weirdly dark. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, is Adam Sandler, bro, are you okay? Yeah, because like about time, it talks about the father son connection yeah. and stuff, and mm. then, which is big for you. It's big for me. You know? We'll talk about your family. shout out for, to my pops. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Papa. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, now to the actual questions I have in front of you. What was the worst job you've ever had? Um, my uh, <laughs> yikes. No, I love it. I worked at Ross. Well, actually, Ross? I worked. No, like this is how bad working at Ross is because I worked picking fruit shout out mexicans hispanics we run this country <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so i was um you know ever since i was like 16 18 you mm -hmm. know all the summers i was like picking cherries and all that stuff that sucked because i have really bad allergies oh and wow. if you know me i sneeze bad you can't even be around my cat bro you like no literally die. i yeah i True. Well, that's an excuse I use. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> oh, is that why you also don't come to my place? You have a cat. Anthony has a cat. Oh yeah, no. But um, working at Ross is probably one of the worst. I was one unloading the trucks at like five in the morning, Oof. and like running all the stuff in the store, and then they moved me up to cashier, which was actually worse because people that shop at Ross are really rude, 
And so mm-hmm. I got yelled at a lot. I'm sorry. And I was 18. Thank you for your service. It's okay. You're going to like this one. If all of your exes got together, what's one complaint they would all agree on? We're going to skip this question. <laughs> no, I don't think so. All uh, my exes got in one room. Um, well, technically, I only have one. Uh, one complaint. I think it's maybe that I play around too much. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Safe response. Good job. Yeah. Good. Good. Very good. But the real response. <laughs> so if you became a leader of a country, what would the press say about you? He plays uh, around too much. <laughs> Literally like the nuclear weapon button is right there. You're like, ah, 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 ah. Sure, stop it. Literally, I can't be around buttons. buttons. <laughs> if I was a leader of a country, you know, probably we're going to have a good time. What I would say to the press? No, what would the press say about you? Oh. He's here for a good time, not a long time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Thank you, listeners, if you've stuck with us this far. (laughs) Joey actually does have an amazing story that I want to get into right now. So, Joey, as you said, you're from Washington, the beautiful state. Yeah, yeah, 509. And, you know, now you're here in Berrien Springs. Uh, of course <laughs> i'm literally going to like just get you off of this button so man what what has been the hardest uh transition for you what's been the hardest thing about transitioning here to the seminary to mm-hmm. Berrien? yeah you know talk to me bro yeah so the hardest thing for me is being away from my family i've never really lived away from my family for an extended period of time i've usually been gone from like a couple weeks, a month max. Being now coming up on two years has been pretty tough, you know. As most of the people know, my dad has Parkinson's, which mm. is a disease that, you know, really attacks his mind and his body. He's been had Parkinson's for almost six years now. And within those six years, he went from walking, talking, being fine to, you know, having trouble standing falls a lot and it's been pretty hard on my family you know especially on him because he is my spiritual when i see him and like the impact he has on my life is Mm -hmm. like i felt god's presence and love through my father he's like your muse yeah Mm -hmm. and so seeing him struggle with that and being so far away and hearing of the things that are happening at home i feel guilty being over here and so when I transitioned over here, I was past. So I graduated Walla Walla in 2018 and I was pastoring for two years and then COVID happened. And then my conference decided to send me to, you know, it's a routine. Every two years they send someone to Andrews. Yeah. And it was during COVID, the campus was closed. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, is it okay if I skip this, you know, just take it online. Everything's online. And spend time with my father because he was about to have a brain surgery Mm. in hopes to help him function. Asking something like that should be simple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, Mm. you know. And instead of that, I was met with, well, we want you to go so you can find community. Or we want you to go because this is what's best for you. I'm like, this is what's best for my family is if Mm. I stay home, my dad's about to have surgery. Like, I want to take care of him. Wow, real hard position. Yeah, and at the end of the meeting, I was met with some pushback saying, if I don't go when the campus opens up, then I'd be going by myself, is what the person said. Mm. 
meaning I wasn't going to have a job. Right. And so, and it was definitely hard because my father was in the room because we were in the area for his, one of his appointments. And my dad, I don't know why he's proud of this, but he's proud I'm a pastor. (laughs) And, you know, he started crying and stuff. And it was hard. It made me super angry. Like I was just angry because I love, I love pastoring. You know, I love what I'm doing and stuff. I do feel in calling in this ministry and for someone to tell me that stuff in front of my father, it kind of like made me super angry. And so almost like resentful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm super thankful. You know, I I came here trying to have an open mind, but you know, when I came time for me to drive up here, I came with my little brother, shout out Ellie. And it was super fun. But when he left, Mm. I broke down crying. Like I was in the airport parking lot, just crying for like 20, 30 minutes because I wanted to be home. And it took some time. Went to orientation, met some friends. Isai, you were probably the first person I met. First friend. And I did find that community that they were telling me, but like, I'm still angry. And like during my time here, I've questioned my calling. Mm. You know, like, do I still want to pastor? Do I still want to go back and do what I what they're paying me because i'm sponsored they're paying for the schooling which i'm super thankful for but yeah and so i'm also like angry at god because even after those two brain surgeries my dad's still not better Mm. he's actually gotten a lot worse and now the doctors are like well there's nothing else we could do after they had so much promise right and so i'm kind of like asking god i'm like yo i'm here because of my father and like i leave here trusting you and then you're not really helping my dad out. Mm. And so it's been, it's been tough, you know, like I feel like each day is a battle to just talk to God, to be honest. And it's hard because I'm seen as a spiritual leader and I still carry and I still care for people and I still love people Yeah, and I'm angry at God, but I still love God. Yeah. And so it's just like a weird in passing thing. Um, He said it. He said the thing. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) It's just a thing that, you know, I have to continue to be with and to fight for, I feel. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. You know, I know it took a lot of vulnerability, a lot of openness. I appreciate that. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Joey. So you talked about being angry at God. What has been one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn during your time here? Has it been navigating a real relationship with God in the sense that real can be that you're angry? Mm-hmm. Has it been how to navigate that? Like, what have you learned? <laughs> Whatever I learned. You know, and so will we. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like since this, all this stuff has happened, you know, there's other things that have been happening in my life, a lot of different transitions. I feel like what I've learned the most is it's not just me asking the questions and complaining, but also searching. What do you mean And by being that? open. Okay. It's not just me yelling at God and like, closing my ears and my heart Mm -hmm. it's like yelling crying to god and being able just to sit there and listen for me it's in the grand scheme of things like i'm nobody i am i know if it was up to me and if i wanted to do the things that i wanted to do i would go back into the hole where he found me oh wow because i've been to that hole Mm -hmm. i've been to that moment where i wanted to end my life i've been to that moment where I spent all my money in the casinos and like I've been in that moment where I was at parties and feeling so alone. Yeah. And I know for a fact is that I don't want to be there. And I know for a fact that I have to look back and where God has brought me from and to where I am now, 
even though I don't want to be here, if I'm being honest, but there's still things I'm, I have to learn. Mm. So you feel as if though you rather be in this part where you are with God right now, that is very raw, very real than not have it at all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because you know, one way or another, like God is still good. Mm -hmm. The story of Daniel and his friends comes to mind. And I think it's like Daniel chapter four, chapter nine, Nebuchadnezzar is like, yo, if you don't tighten up, I'm going to throw you into the furnace. Mm -hmm. And they say, our God's going to save us. But Mm -hmm. even if he doesn't, Yo, that, 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 even even if he Mm -hmm. doesn't, he's still good. Yeah. I think that's kind of where you are right now. You're in that refining period. You see the furnace, Mm -hmm. you see the things that you've come from, the things that might still await you, you know, when you're out of here. And I just hope that you continue to grow your faith and say, Lord, even if you don't, Mm -hmm. you're still good. Yeah. And that's something I have to learn with. I've learned from my father. Mm -hmm. Like, even though he, you know, he tries his best to do something and he can't, like he literally can't walk from one room to the other by himself um we're gonna work on that he needs some personal training which i'll be there soon it's almost like you're a personal trainer i know um also something that you've gained in your time here yeah yeah good job it's something i did gain here you know thank you to rachel rachel again wellness center because like i wasn't wanting like i would go to work out to relieve the stress and anxiety and the pain that i was feeling Mm. you know in the moments of me releasing that, I would still connect with people, even though I didn't, to be honest, I didn't want to, (laughs) you know, but I see someone trying to work out and doing something and they would come up to me and ask, I don't know why. And I would be willing to help even if when I was just working out and Rachel saw that. And then she, she offered the position of being a personal trainer. And I'm like, well, I don't have that certification. I thought about it, but I'm broke. I don't have the means to pay for that and she's like well we'll pay for that and which was a lot of money and she allowed me to get that certification and become a personal trainer and now look how it's gonna affect your father you know yeah good job and going back to the point is like i learned to deal with this even though i'm unhappy i see with my father he's very unhappy it's it's a hard it's hard for my dad mm-hmm. you know him in his mind, he's like 62, 60, wait. <laughs> yeah, he's like 65. Yeah, yeah. Six, mid-60s. He should be fine. And like other people in one of my churches, this guy had Parkinson's for 20 years. And he was walking and talking and fine. But for some reason, my dad's going through this. Yeah. And so what I've learned from my father is that even though he's struggling, he knows everything's going to be okay in yeah. the end. Yeah, he has some bad days. You know, he calls me crying. We cry together. My family is holding it down. Shout out to my brothers. You know, my little brother took over the family business. My other brother took over, you know, the other side. And, you know, my little brother's 21. He should be out living his life. Yeah. And I feel some sort of guilt. But I know that soon everything's going to be all right. God has put us in this position to take care of our own, Mm. you know, which is great. You know, because I know, you know, being a personal trainer, I know the tools that I could help with my father, just as he has helped me throughout my life. It's funny because now the story of Esther comes to mind and I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, it's the verse of the day in Esther 414 that it's like, and who knows, but that you have come to your royal position, Mm -hmm. that you have come to where you are right now for such a time as this. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe for such a time as this, God has called you to be refined to go through the that furnace and you get to go back home with a different 
energy, a different growth. Now for the person that's listening and maybe they relate to your story and they're like, you know, I'm kind of upset at God. Mm -hmm. What is the thing that you have had to learn or maybe unlearn Mm -hmm. in relating to God and that you would want to tell to this person? Something that I learned is that you could be angry at God, but still love him. A lot of times, like, I'm angry at God, I'm walking away, I'm going back. Just because you're angry at someone, or even at God, you can still go forward. Mm -hmm. You don't know everything, I don't know everything, and that just takes time with being willing to learn. Like, God, I don't understand what you're doing, I don't like it, Mm. I'm angry about it, but I'm going to sit here, I'm going to continue taking steps because I know you're with me. That's faith. And that's faith. We have to have faith in something, you know what I'm saying? And so I'd rather have faith in God knowing where my foots have led me. Mm. I had faith in myself and look where it led me, Mm. you know, almost led me to a grave. And then I know that there's someone, I know that there's God who's going to lead me in better pastures, you know, Psalm 23. Yeah. And so what I tell that person is it's okay to be angry. Your feelings are validated. Let's be angry together. You know, find community. I mean, you've seen me cry. <laughs> lament, dude. Lament, the the yeah. art of lamenting has been lost in Western society, mm-hmm. bro. And like, shout out to Walla Walla, like Circle Church, they had a lament service mm. where it was just like, you know, a lot of gunger and like, and we just lamented mm-hmm. and asked God why. It's a form of worship. Yeah. And it's in the Bible. I yeah. mean, that's probably like the worship that I felt God's presence the most. Wow is when I was mm. crying with a group, a church with like 100, 200 students, and we're just crying. Mm. And I felt God's presence. And so there's a show I've watched, Shrinking, where it's about a guy who's a therapist and his wife dies, and he's going through that mourning process, and he has this job as a therapist and trying to listen to these people. And his boss has Parkinson's, and he's going through that lamenting oh, wow. process of shoot like i know what this disease is gonna bring me so that's why i connected with it because i saw my father and they asked him like how do you deal with it he's like i allow myself 15 minutes 15 minutes just to cry 15 minutes a day just to cry put on the saddest music for me it's banda i love listening to like really sad music joji and just cry i've driven to saint joe saint joe countless times remember when we drove yeah oh we just listen and watch the sunset and like Are you a romantical for <laughs> you know for um I love looking at sunsets. That's yeah. one thing I love is just like I know that with the sunset it's beautiful, you know. And I know that I went through another day and I know another day's coming. Yeah. And it's gonna be beautiful. Wow. Even though the day was cloudy, the day was stormy, at the end of the day it was beautiful. Yeah. And so yeah, see, so if you see me at St. Joe crying, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. <laughs> like, Another day is coming, Andrews. Another day is coming if you need to lament, if you need to find connection in your lamenting. Joe's here. Yeah, I mean. We're all here. We all go through it. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I had to unlearn is that and I felt like God only cares about your worship when you're praising him. True. When in reality, mm-hmm. even in your anger, in your yeah. lament, it's a form of worship. Because exactly. if... Yeah. I can't be mad at someone who I don't think exists, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that really solidified that I knew God is real when I was pissed off at him yeah. and I was cursing at him. And he was like, let it all out. I'm big enough. I can handle it. Yeah. Trust me. There's nothing that you can say, Angel, that I haven't heard worse. Exactly. Yeah. And when I got therapy, 
when I saw a, a counselor up here, they told me sit in the room for 15 minutes and just write down all the attributes or say out loud all the attributes of God, mm. of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I got through like 15 attributes and I just started crying. I'm just mm. like, wow, I've been thinking about all the bad things God has done, but not thinking about who, who he, he really is. is. Wow. Joey, thank you so much, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your vulnerability. That's thank it? You. No. Thank, you. thank you for pushing our buttons, literally. <laughs> Stop it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, it's the last question that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. Hypothetically speaking, all of Andrews is listening. New president. Everyone's listening. <laughs> what do you have to say, bro? What's the mark you want to leave behind? The mark I want to leave behind is in terms of working out, I love working out. There's no weight you can't really handle. Your body is really fascinating. Mm. And with faith and being sometimes something hard to see and to feel, the more you lift it up, even though it's heavy, the stronger you get. Hello, double analogy, double entendre. And so, and also the gym is not therapy. If you, you can't work out your problems, Mm, you know, I tried it. Trust me. When people are like, man, I'm just trying to be like you. I'm like, you don't want to be depressed. (laughs) It's just talk about depression in me right now. Stop it. Yeah, I feel like even through the hard moments, you get stronger, whether physically, mentally, and spiritually. And shout out to my little brother, Eli. Yeah, no, that was what I was going to say next. Yeah, you got 15 seconds. Anything you want to shout out? Anyone you want to shout out? Shout out La Popular, best bread in the country. Um, Shout out to my parents. I love you guys. Shout out to my friends here. Love you guys. Thank you for making the Andrews experience way better. And you're welcome. Shout out to the new president. I mean, I'm rooting for you. Yeah, me too. Honestly. Me too. Shout out to Hennessy's question mark. Hennessy's oopsies. Oopsies. Always in my heart. Um shout shout out Hennessy's. Um every two Sabbaths at the UT Towers. Fire speakers, great food, great worship, Hispanic, Brazilian blend of worship, and it's beautiful. Sounds wonderful. All right, Joey, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for taking the time. Andrews, we hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, I'm your host. Isai is here too. This was Joey, and we love you so much. See you next Monday. Peace. Peace.